What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Just a little disclaimer here. We're going to be talking about kind of some heavy stuff today. So I just wanted to, to throw that out there for you, not to, to be blindsided here. Uh, this is probably an emotional episode. Uh, for me, it's hopefully going to elicit some type of reaction out of you. It's my goal. I just want to, to share my experience going through some hard shit in my past and share some takeaways that I've been able to reflect on. And, you know, now that I'm five years removed from this situation, able to carry myself and move on from it and uh, just have a greater appreciation for everything that's going on in my life right now and, you know, continue to be a coach and, you know, in the the job that I'm doing right now, just to continue to be a better person and and really help people see different perspectives when it comes to this whole health and fitness stuff. And I say it's uh, it's going to be an emotional, heavy <laughs> kind of podcast episode because I know a lot of people have gone through a lot of shit. Unfortunately, not, you know, nobody gets to go through life unscathed and that's just the reality of our situation. And we've all had our own traumas and experiences or maybe you're going through that right now or maybe, you know, some of these things are... Uh, in your near future, like we don't really know when some of this shit is going to happen and and life is going to slap us in the face. But what we could do in the moment is just take it for what it's worth, move on from it and do our best given whatever situation that we're currently in. And this post, I'm not going to say is uh, overdue. I think I've been able to to articulate my thoughts here and, and put out this type of content as I've you know, felt comfortable doing so because it's kind of been hard for me here the last few years or so. Definitely gotten better. Um, I am kind of beating around the bush here, but long story short, uh, my father passed away from ALS here about five years ago now. It was actually five years ago last week. And this podcast episode is somewhat inspired by the Instagram post that I put up last week on the day that he passed away. And just one of those things that I got a lot of like um, good reception from, and I was really happy with some of the comments and and some of the people, you know, putting some comments in there, um, telling me they appreciated the post. This is not to like gas me up and the the, the Instagram post that I put out, but uh, it nothing makes me happier than being able to share something or to create something or to to speak to you guys and and to have good feedback from that. I'll always take the the negative feedback and the criticism. I'm, I'm always open for that too. Um, but any type of feedback I get, I'm happy with. And I'm, uh, yeah, I was especially happy just hearing some of the input and, uh, some of the comments and, and having a lot of people reach out to me individually after posting this post last week. And the theme of this podcast episode are going to be, uh, is going to be lessons that I've learned and taken away from my father's passing now, five plus years ago now. And, I got to start off by saying that like, hey, seeing somebody that close to you go through something like that is just so fucking difficult. And really in the years since, I've really grown to develop a greater appreciation for my body and my health and even just, you know, time spent living in the moment. But there's kind of been a handful of other things that I've realized that I've had somewhat influenced my uh, coaching that I have with my clients, the type of content that I put out, the type of podcast that I record. And even hitting before hitting record on this podcast, I, I kind of look back on a few of my 
most recent episodes and I realized that I've been going pretty heavy with kind of like the mindset related episodes as of recent and it's not random. I, I, I tend to just go through these phases where I really want to talk about things that are on my mind, things that I'm talking about, um, you know, to my clients, things that I am internalizing, that I'm processing, that I'm learning. And I want to share that with you guys too. But the more I work with humans, the more I post content, the more, you know, I get to talk to people individually, the more you realize that it's the mindset piece that is really the deciding factor of, you know, whether people are, are successful long-term or not with their health and fitness goals. And whatever those, those health goals are, whether you're more vanity-driven, physique-driven type of pursuits, whether it's like, you know, metabolic health, improving blood work, maybe it's uh, uh, from a psychology standpoint, changing your relationship with food, you know, all these different inputs that go into your overall health. I find that the way we talk to ourselves, the way we think, the way we interpret situations, you know, the way that we label stuff, the way we look at our food, uh, the way we talk to ourselves about exercise and dieting and nutrition and, and, and what we see in the mirror, like all of these things are probably one of the uh, biggest influences in our life or the reasons that we decide to make, you know, some of these decisions. And if you're not always, and, and, and again, you're not always going to be in a good headspace with all of this stuff, but if you're not consistently working on your mindset, putting things into perspective, you know, challenging previous thoughts and beliefs, chances are, yeah, you might be making some, some physical changes, but it, they're probably not going to last or you're not going to appreciate them as much, or they're going to be short lived because it's usually the mindset piece in your outlook on some of this shit that is going to be the deciding factor, whether you're successful in the short term, uh, the medium term, and then the long term as well. So looking back on these podcast episodes and even today, it's going to be a lot of mindset related stuff. And I'm here for it. You know, I hope you are too. And I, I hope you're open to hearing these types of messages and and and, and really uh, being open-minded with some of the conversations that I have on here with the podcast, when I have guests on, uh, when you have conversations with your partners, with your parents, with your friends, with yourself too. I just, I, I really, I can't emphasize some of these topics enough. And again, today is just going to fit the theme of, you know, working on your mindset um, pointing out things that I really want you to be aware of that might get overshadowed by some of these overarching goals that you're consistently pursuing. And yeah, that's my goal today is to, to help you maybe feel a little bit more motivated, maybe light a fire under your ass, maybe spark a, um, you know, a little thing of gratitude for you today so you can carry with you in the rest of the day, the rest of the week, the rest of the year and so forth. So just had to to throw that little disclaimer out there. And also before I go into some of these lessons, I, I really can't emphasize this point enough either, but I just want to take a moment and recognize the fact that every single one of you listening to this is or again, you know, has been dealing with some sort of trauma, some sort of um, you know, shitty situation, some sort of event that has, you know, really flipped your world upside down. And Again, nobody goes through this life unscathed and and we can't compare our own individual hardships to one another. That's not what this episode is about. It's not, uh, you know, for you to 
feel super empathetic towards me and, and compare your hardships to mine and be like, oh, mine are way harder than yours or yours are way worse than mine, right? Like we just cannot compare any of these things to one another. It's like comparing fucking apples to giraffes over here, okay? Um, all of our situations are different. All of our emotions are going to be different. How we respond, you know, what impact these events have on us, it's just going to be different from person to person. But I just want to appreciate the fact that everybody and every single person listening to this, everyone out here is doing their best. And you really never know what somebody else is going through, right? You you don't know what your coworkers are going through. You don't know what your brother-in-law is going through. You don't know what your parents are going through sometimes. Fuck, you probably don't know what your kids are going through, right? Like you might have some suspicion and a hunch that you kind of ask and 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 follow up with people on, but it's it's tough because a lot of people don't really have honest and you know forthcoming conversations and I'm not encouraging or forcing people to do that, but you really just have no idea what people are going through in their life right now. So just keep that in mind and always treat people in your life with respect and, and treat people how you, I don't know, treat people how they want to be treated. I'm going to switch that up, right? Like you know, the way you want to be treated might be different than the way that your partner wants to be treated or your friend wants to be treated or your coworker wants to be treated. All right. So, you know, the more you get to know somebody, the more you spend time with people, the more you have conversations with them, like the more you can pick up on cues on how they want to be treated, how they want to be talked to. And I, I encourage people to, again, just treat people how other people want to be treated. Okay. Okay. Anyway. Um, yeah. Going back to kind of the the topic episode today, I just, these are all really important to me and these are not the only lessons that I've learned, but they are big ones that I've really taken away and that I've really instilled in my life, things that I've helped coaching clients kind of go through. And I hope you take away at least one thing from this conversation that we're having today. And I also hope it somewhat inspires you to keep making the most out of every moment you have going forward. For me, I'll forever be grateful for the time and the memories and everything I've been able to create with my dad because all the lessons and all of these things that we made with one another have made a profound impact on my life. And um, I just, I can't emphasize the the fact that I'm grateful for that I had the time that I did have with him because I also realized that Again, not to compare, but like people who don't have fathers growing up, right? Or people who have fathers that are really absent or um, people who have less time to spend with their fathers. Like there's all these things. Again, you cannot compare one one to the other, but uh, it's hard in the moment. But looking back now, like that's one of the things that I'm thinking about is like, hey, I'm grateful that I even got that amount of time with him because some people aren't as lucky as I was. But without further ado, I'm going to stop beating around the bushes here. But one of the biggest lessons that I've kind of taken away from this whole experience is, man, just this fact that you only have one body. You will only ever have one body. So that needs to be the thing that makes you appreciate the fact that you need to take care of it and appreciate everything that it's doing for you today, okay? There's way too many people out there that wish they look like somebody else or wish that they weighed less or had more ab definition or had less body fat or had more muscle or had less wrinkles or didn't have cellulite on their legs or wish they didn't have gray hairs coming in, right? Like 
you wishing that you look different is a distraction from recognizing all the incredible things that your body is actually doing for you right now today. And sure, like you're 100% allowed to have physique and vanity-driven goals and to change the way you look. There's just nothing wrong with that. And I, I will continue helping people accomplish that, whatever those you know uh, goals are for them, myself included. That's still something that's important to me and is you know, part of this process that I'm putting myself through and working towards. But you cannot let those goals and, you know, the consistent pursuit of you looking younger or leaner or uh, changing the way you look cloud your perspective on where you sit here today, okay? There's a lot of incredible things that your body is doing for you right now. Things that might not be around forever, right? Things that might actually slow down in the next 10 years and the following 10 years. Um, and for most people, right, it's kind of this like uh, expectation that, yeah, my body is doing all the things it should right now, um, but I wish it did more. When in reality, it's like we fail to even recognize all the cool shit that our body is doing for us as we sit here today. Um, I could list it all, but we'd be here for an hour, you know, but you know what that means to you and, and let that just be some spark of motivation for you to actually sit down and really think about what it is that your body is doing for you right now, okay? Instead of wishing that your body is doing or looking something different, okay? Because that is never a healthy headspace to be in and you can never kind of appreciate or measure your success by only looking forward and only thinking about the things that you do not have right now. Okay. Always thinking about what you don't have, what you're working towards, like that will consistently put you in a place of comparison, right? You comparing yourself to other people or to who you were, you know, 20 years ago or who, um, you follow on Instagram, God forbid, and you know, how old they are and how they look and how much quicker they were able to get to whatever goal that, you know, they were working towards that you share with them too, right? You're always in the state of comparison and, and now making your, yourself feel shitty because you're not at a place that somebody else is when again you can't compare your two lives and and you might be comparing your chapter 15 to their chapter you know 31 so it's just not a fair comparison and it's a it's a shitty place to be in um also just this idea of like i'll be happy when i just i hate that um and a lot of people are consumed in this in this type of headspace where I'll be happy when I make this much money. I'll be happy when I get to go visit this certain trip or this uh, location or go on a certain trip or I'll be happy when I find a boyfriend or a partner and get married. I'll be happy when I finally lose the last 10 pounds. I'll be happy when uh, I live in a different neighborhood. I'll be happy when you insert whatever it is in your life that, you know, we all have deep down, right? We all know what that is for us, but man, constantly being in a state of like, I'll be happy when is also a fucked up place to be in. And, um, our life is way too short to constantly only think about what we don't have. So really buckle down and, and start to appreciate the things that you do have today from like a, for sure, a monetary standpoint, but also your physical health is kind of what I'm getting at here is like appreciating your body for what it is, what it does and you know, how you stand here today. And, just keep that into perspective as you continue to build on that body instead of tear it down or, or feel like you're going to be happy when it changes completely because chances are you're not going to do it. And you can never hate yourself into a new body, okay? You got to have appreciation for what it's doing right now and continue to build on that and make these small incremental changes and 
further that relationship with, that you have with your body, right? Like love yourself even more. Uh, but we can't do that if we don't appreciate and, and have some self-respect and, and love what we have in the first place, okay? One of the second things that I've really taken away here over the last couple of years, but over the last five years too, is just this idea, and I've, I've always had this deep down, but uh, prioritizing your health and taking care of yourself now, like in the moment, and I say now, like today for sure, but like the next month, the the next year, right? Like taking care of yourself and doing the things you know you need to do to be healthy so you can protect yourself from a lot of suffering or maybe disease in the future, okay? There, we got to remember, right? Not all diseases are preventable, okay? The reality is that there's a lot of people out there that get dealt a really shitty hand and there's just not much that you can do about that sometimes. But a lot of diseases are 100% preventable, okay? And, and honestly, we have a lot of research, even over the last decade or two, that kind of supports this idea that like, hey, you make the investment into your health today. You will be blessed with health tomorrow and health when you're 40 and health when you're 70 and so forth, okay? Um, things like exercise consistently, sleeping eating, you know, a fairly nutritious diet um, with kind of minimal processed foods, being able to get a variety of nutrients, eating protein sources, not having, not having too much body fat, all things when I say healthy diet, like I would classify that in. Um, managing your stress, uh, staying active, getting steps, like not being super sedentary, all of these things can help prevent uh, disease development or the risk of you for developing some of these diseases diseases later on in life. So please, for the love of God, keep making all of, you know, your health, your fitness, again, your mindset, your personal development, your stress management, your sleep, your hydration, like keep taking all of these things serious because future you will thank you for it when you're independent, you have muscle, you know, you're disease-free, you're not taking a fuck ton of medications, you know, you're able to live into your 70s, 80s, 90s, and still be independent, still be able to get off the toilet, still be able to play with your grandkids. Like, that is what I envision a lot of people um, want out of life, right? And again, you might be 20 or 30 right now and really only focusing on changing your physique, but over time, those priorities and your responsibilities will change. And with that will come changes in in what your overarching goals are and what you deem is important to you. So there's kind of this trajectory that a lot of people have when it comes to their health and fitness. And a lot of times the, the impetus for people to change the way they eat and how they talk to themselves and how they take care of themselves comes from them wanting to look a different way, but then it goes far beyond that. And that's usually what keeps people in the game over time over the decades of their life that they're continuing to put in the work and the effort to, to maintain their health and, and independence. So really, again, I can't prioritize enough, but really just double down and focus on the fact that, you know, you taking care of your health today is one, an investment into yourself today. Okay. So, you know, you getting a workout in today, you eating, you know, breakfast with 40 grams of protein today, you uh, getting, you know, 20 or 30 grams of fiber today, like that will make you feel better in the moment, right? So it's going to give you immediate results. We'll also give you short-term results in the form of changing your physique, changing, uh, you know, your uh, hunger and satiety signaling, changing, you know, your hormones, um, building more muscle, like 
feeling more energy and less fatigue and having better sleep and having better performance in the gym and, and being a better athlete. Like all of these little investments that you're making in yourself today will also give you a short-term, you know, return on your investment, but it's also giving you long-term results and long-term kind of, um, returns on your investment in the form of, again, mobility, health, free from disease, um, again, maintaining your independence, being able to uh, be a supporter in people's lives, right? Like, like again, God forbid some of these things happen to you. And, and fortunately, these things will happen to you maybe at some point or another. But like, you've got to be an asset to your family, to your kids, to your partner, to yourself, right? Like you being sick, you being unhealthy, you know, all of that is you being a liability to the people around you and to the people who need you. And again, if God forbid something happens to you and your family or your inner circle or somebody you know, like you've got to be that person that can be the supporter, that can that can hold their head strong, that can be um, kind of like a security blanket in a sense. And, and to be able to show up in every capacity that you can um, to be strong for other people when they're not able to be strong for themselves or when they're not able to be strong for their family members. So just remember that what you're doing has immediate short-term and long-term implications when it comes to return on your investment. But what you're doing for yourself right now is bigger than you. And chances are you are going to be relied on. You will continue to be rely on as you go, you know, as you proceed throughout this life and being solid as fuck and, and healthy as fuck and, and taking care of yourself it's going to bleed into other people's lives. It's going to make other people's lives easier, even when shit hit the, hits the fan and when there's a lot of, you know, just shitty stuff that can happen as we, as we continue to get older. So prioritize your health today. I know the people listening to this podcast, you give a fuck about your health and, and, and chances are like you're already doing some of these things, some of these inputs to continue to maintain health today, but keep making that a priority. Keep showing up even when you feel like you can't keep having this make the best of it mentality and not, you know, punting your health and fitness goals for the rest of the year because you're going to start January 1st again, right? Like keep making those small steps forward and the very worst, like just maintain the progress that you've been able to make, right? Like that's a form of progression for a lot of people too. And, uh, it's all going to be worth it. And it's going to make a difference as you continue to get older. Okay. The next thing that I learned is, this idea that nobody thinks that these terrible, really unfortunate things are going to happen to them. You know, and I relate this back to my dad. You know, he was a lot of things, man. He was, uh, he was an athlete. He was a coach. He was a special education teacher. He was a mentor. He was a ton of people's friends. Uh, he was a spouse. He was a sibling. He was a father. Like, there's a ton of labels that you could put on him, right? And and people like these or people like this, getting sick is never part of the plan, nor is it anybody's in anybody's plan. And unfortunately, things like these can really take all of this away, right? Your career, your health, your finances, you know, your relationships. I know everybody out there doesn't think that this kind of shit is going to happen to them. I sure as fuck don't, right? But these types of diseases, accidents, cancers, like none of these things play favorites. So just remember to keep caring for your body and the health that you have now 
Um, and again, going back to the last point, like do what you can to prevent those things. Right. But just appreciate the fact that like <laughs> sometimes like there's just a shitty hand that's played and, and you know, you're on the receiving end of that and it's fucked up and it sucks. But a lot of us think we're invincible. Right. And unfortunately it takes experiences like this, either, either to yourself or seeing, you know, people close to you go through something like this to realize that, you know, mortality is a real thing. And, 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 um, this idea that you're not actually invincible, you know, and that we're going to live forever and be healthy forever. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. And some people have some of this, you know, unluck, I guess, you know, have it happen at an earlier age than others, but these diseases, all these things, they just, they just don't play favorites. So you can't bank on the fact that you're never going to get sick, which again, reemphasizes my point of appreciate who you are today, how you sit here today and keep making, you know, these small deposits into your health bank to, to again, try and prevent these things from happening, but also just make the most of the moment that you have now because nobody wants to live 10 years of a, you know, suboptimal life, overweight, not having much energy, hating your job, not feeling super good at night, like not having meaningful conversations, like not taking care of your health and then have something happen. And then before you know it, it's like, damn, 20 years went by and I wasn't happy before I got sick. And now I'm even unhappier now that I have gotten sick. And, um, yeah, it's just amazing how quick time can pass by. And if you're not intentional with it, that shit can just pass you by in the blink of an eye. So just keep that in mind is uh, not everybody thinks that this stuff is going to happen to them, but the unfortunate reality we live in is that it's some of these things are likely going to happen to people around you and, and people close to you. And I wish that weren't the case. Um, now with that, right, the fourth point I want to make here is this idea that you will always be more powerful than your limitations, and relating this back to my dad again, when he was diagnosed about a year, maybe a year and a half prior to him actually passing away, that news was a huge blow. And as you can imagine for a family who, you know, looked at this, you know, this man who did everything for us, who we relied on, who was always there for us, man, just seeing him go through something that quickly is just, it's fucking brutal. Um, but one thing I admired about him and something that I think he instilled in me and something that I'm trying to pass, you know, the, the, um, the torch on to other people is instead of dwelling on all the shit that's out of your control, focus and, and give your attention to the things that you can control, right? When he got diagnosed again, he retired. And then that summer, happen he started to slow down his words were kind of slurring like he sounded like he was drunk kind of like when he was talking uh he was losing weight like there's a lot of stuff happening and it took a few months to actually get a diagnosis for als we actually had to go to um stanford to get that diagnosis and um yeah just going through that summer and seeing all this happen like there's a lot of fucked up shit and a lot of things that he couldn't do you know um hold himself to the standard that he had held himself to for his whole career. Like a lot of things slowed down and that was really hard for him and how he chose to handle that was just really admirable for me, but he continued to give attention to his family, to myself, 
um, to his friends and all his athletes and students. Like this dude didn't stop coaching even after he got his diagnosis. He'd coach for like the next six months after that. Um, he continued prioritizing his health and fitness, even though, you know, you read the, uh, um, kind of the trajectory of this disease and, and all the stuff that can come with it. Lost muscle, lost, you know, strength and power. Um, your body is essentially just kind of wasting away. Um, you're not able to talk. Um, eventually he could not eat on his own. He had to, to get a peg tube, which is a tube that's inserted through your stomach kind of through your abdomen and then you have um, formula that you feed into that tube and that's how you get your nutrition. Like his whole body was shutting down essentially. And a lot of people can look at this situation and think, well, what the fuck is the point of doing any of this if I'm just going to, you know, pass away here in a year or two years or five years. But that wasn't his mindset. You know, he still went to the gym four days a week, uh, which was really cool. He almost overdid it some of those days uh, when I was going in there working out with him and everything. But, um, you know, that didn't stop him from going into the gym and using the sauna and, and, uh, and hitting the weight room and walking on the treadmill and, again, going and coaching at uh, a local high school football team and coaching track on the side still. Like, he kind of just controlled what he could and kept doing whatever he needed and wanted to do at his best capacity. Um, he also traveled a lot. Like, obviously, that was a, an excuse for us to, to really try and do some things that maybe we hadn't done in a while, things that we were talking about doing. We went to Hawaii as a family together. We did some weekend trips. Uh, there was just a lot of stuff that we tried to pack in because we didn't know how much time we had left with him. So putting his attention into the things that he could still enjoy, that he could still get out of life. Like, I just admire that about him. And I know a lot of other people have that outlook, right? That like half glass full type of outlook, even when everything is stacked against you. And even when it would be really fucking easy to just look at all the negatives and all the stuff that's outside of your control and let that dictate your actions and your decisions on a day-to-day -day basis. So I guess what I'm trying to get across here is always remain positive in the face of adversity and continue to show up in whatever capacity that you can. Okay. And I, I promise you, you know, like, um, you don't have to have a disease or to have ALS or cancer or some of these things to like have that outlook, right? Like you could get dealt with a bad break at work, or maybe you have a setback cause you tear your hamstring playing fucking kicking or, um, kickball at a city league event or something, right? Or maybe you get hurt in your sport or at the gym and there's some of these setbacks. And a lot of times people just go and dwell on, you know, what happened, what the situation is. And, and they let that influence their attitude, how they approach their day, their outlook on other things. And whatever situation that you're in right now, right? Like just always try and be that guy that's like half glass full, like always make the most of it mentality because man, life is, uh, life is too short not to do that. And I, I just find that too many people kind of dwell on all the things that are outside of their control and, and just giving all of your time and attention to, to shit that really doesn't deserve that time and attention is just a good way for man, for years to go by and, and for you to have a man, have a lot of regret. And, uh, that's just one thing I don't want people to, I just don't want people to, to, to look back on and, and think that they stressed over shit that really wasn't important. Cause I know we're all doing that at some level right now. So just 
be a make the best of it kind of person. Um, that's somebody that I've tried to embody, uh, just being the kind of person that sees the bright side, that stays optimistic, that just does what I can, right? Like the kind of person that just doesn't round to zero all the time or uh, the kind of person who knows anything is infinitely better than nothing. Uh, and just, you know, just being this kind of person that um, I'm excited to be, that I would I I would look back and be proud that I chose to have that outlook on life. And man, I, again, think this goes beyond you, um, how you hold yourself, how you talk to yourself, like that influences everybody around you. And do this for your kids and do it for your wife and do it for your family, like do it for yourself. But man, not, again, not meaning you have to have some chronic illness to to have this mentality, but maybe you're making the best of a, a night out during your fat loss phase where you don't have any control over the menu and who you're hanging out with and what you're going to be able to eat that night. Um, maybe you only have 20 minutes to get a workout in and you choose to do that instead of doing nothing at all. Or again, maybe you're injured, but you're still doing what you can and working with your therapist around that, or maybe doing upper body work as your lower body is healing. Um, just be a make the best of it person. Like no more rounding down to zero, no more whining that something's not going exactly to, you know, according to plan or whatever your perfect plan was on paper. Continue to see the bright side, be that, you know, glass half full kind of person. Just keep making the best of it and, you know, applying that however it seems fit within your life right now. And, uh, life will be better that way. Okay. Cool. I hit that point way too hard there. The next point that I wanted to talk about, kind of already talked about it a, a little bit, but this idea that you really don't know how much time you have left on earth. Now you could literally have 70 more years to live as you sit here today, or you could have 70 more days. Like we truly never know. So stop taking this moment for granted and, uh, yeah, just stop saying that, you know, you'll be happy when BS, we just have to sit down and appreciate the small things um, and the big things that you get to experience today, but appreciate those small little moments as much as you can and and just stop banking on the fact that you're going to live to 90 and that you have plenty of time to, to do all these things that you want to accomplish, right? Maybe it's, um, yeah, maybe it's related to your health and fitness. Maybe it's you starting a side hustle or wanting to quit your job, right? Or like stop telling yourself that you have to put five years into this, you know, certain job before you take the next step, before you try something else to get more experience. Like, fuck that. You know, you don't, you don't know how much time you have left. So if something is calling you and you're in a spot that, you know, you're going to be pissed off at yourself if you didn't take this leap now, two years from now, like let that be the thing that, that pushes you off the cliff, so to speak. And, um, yeah, yeah. When I say that, there's a video that comes to mind. And if you want to pause this episode and go watch this video, uh, this is something that really helped me when I was uh, working full time. I was like six months into my coaching business. I was in my master's program. I was also doing a personal training certification. I was trying to build up enough clientele to be able to leave my job. There's just a lot of shit happening at once. And life was kind of a shit show, to be honest. But I went to this mastermind retreat and one person that, man, you know who you are if you're listening to this, but uh, there was a video that was recommended for me to watch and it's a Steve Harvey video after 
uh, some type of like family feud episode or something. And he's talking to the crowd and go search it. I don't, I think it was probably like a 10 year old video, but just search like Steve Harvey, um, take the leap or something like that. It'll, it'll come up, but it's like a three minute little kind of pep talk speech that he gives to his audience. Um, and that was the thing that actually inspired me and, and pushed me off the edge, sort of speak. You'll get that reference once, you know, once you watch that video, but it was the thing that was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my month notice in for my job and I'm going to really commit to this full time and, and really just take a leap of faith and, and pray, pray to God that I'm able to, to make it out on top. And, you know, as we sit here today, we've been able to do that and I'm very grateful for that. So, um, not to turn this into a, a business coaching session or, a, um, you know, motivational speech, but whatever the, it applies to your life, I think we all have that, right? Like leaving a, a toxic relationship, leaving a toxic job or a job that you fucking despise. Um, maybe leaving behind a fitness goal or something that you've been tied to forever, but it actually isn't serving you anymore, right? There's there's a lot of different types of ways that you can relate this, but I'd really recommend you go watch that video uh, and just, just let that be in the back of your mind so you know when you need to make these decisions as these opportunities present themselves. So I say all that, and I got to just come back to the fact that like, again, you don't know if you're going to live to 90 or not. You don't know if you're going to have 10 more years to do what you want to do right now. So might as well take action on that now and uh, stop banking on the fact that you're always going to have tomorrow because that shit is never guaranteed. The last thing I want to talk about here is this idea that you are not your limitations. Now, I say this as a abled body um, free from any true deficiencies, conditions, you know, genetic predispositions towards anything, um, any disabilities, like watching my dad go through this and other people too, a lot of other people close to me, like get diagnosed with these types of unfortunate things. Like it doesn't mean that those people are their diagnosis now. Now, whether you have PCOS or, you know, leukemia or cancer social anxiety, diverticulitis, depression, uh, dyslexia, hypothyroid, ALS, MS, insert literally anything. Like if you get that diagnosis, like don't let that thing define you, okay? Sure, you're playing the game at a harder level than where you were before than maybe, you know, somebody else that doesn't have those things or doesn't have those diagnoses, but whatever limitations that you have, Go back to this concept of learning to control what you can and enjoy the ride as best as you can because that's really all we can do with it. But I just, I, I see too often and I'm walking a tightrope here because I, I don't want to like discredit people and their experiences and what they're going through right now because again, everything, everything is difficult and you don't know what other people are going through, what, you know, what uh, symptoms some of these things are bringing on. But like you see a lot of people out there who, essentially, but yeah, and I, this is like a bad kind of like example, but you know, I see it all the time, but you know, you see somebody in the DMs of a comment section or somebody on social media, or you talk to somebody and it's like, I have this, so I'm unable, excuse me, to do X, Y, and Z. And, and before, you know, they're even able to talk about, you know, what they can do or what they want to do, they're already putting these self-imposed limitations at some level on that, is one unmotivating and two just like putting this label on yourself that 
sure, you might have that diagnosis, but it's not really productive, right? It's not, it's not this, um, and I want to, don't want to say an excuse, but it's not this thing that is like always going to be preventing you from having a positive outlook on things. So always, you know, focusing on what are the things that you can control. Like it's some level, like it puts people in a negative headspace and it makes people feel really shitty. And again, it <laughs> like, I don't have any of those things. Like I can't speak to how that would feel having, um, you know, having like arthritis right now or having a bad hip or something and needing a, a fucking hip replacement. I'm all over the place right now, but bear with me. But I just, you kind of get where I'm going at here. It's like, you are not your limitations. And one thing that I admired about my dad is like, you know, um, when he got diagnosed, like, yeah, he told people about it, but he didn't let that uh, define him. And, um, he still continued to, to live out what was important to him to, uh, say yes to things that he felt, you know, really passionate about to continue to show up in, in whatever capacity that he could. And he didn't let this diagnosis, um, make those decisions for him, say no for himself. Right. Which is what a lot of times can happen when people have some of these unfortunate, uh, situations that they're dealing with in the moment. So, very long way of saying just you are not your limitations. Uh, I just, I just want people to appreciate the fact, and it's easier for for me to sit here and say that, not having gone through personally like um, a crazy, you know, scary diagnosis or having something happen to me um, that strips my health or that uh, gives me a physical limitation when it comes to going to the gym or playing a sport or whatever it might be. So that's why I. I I, uh, I hesitate to even bring this point up, but it's just, it's something that I've, I've thought about a lot and, and have seen firsthand in not only my dad, but a lot of people around me, um, that unfortunately are not with us here today. So it's, uh, yeah, it's just a slippery slope when you get these diagnoses because you start to labor yourself as a person having that, which then maybe, uh, takes away from future experiences or you don't even let yourself step into the arena because, you know, you think you have these limitations that um, make it quote unquote impossible for you to do some of the things that you used to do before. So keep making the most of that. I am um, looking at my notes. That's all I actually had today. So keep all of these things in mind. I hope one or a few or all of these points resonated at some level with you. They certainly have for me and it's all of these things have changed the way that I hold myself today, the way that I appreciate things, the way that I approach my goals, my health, my fitness, my finances, like um, my outlook on life, all of these things that I would say I'm a better person, you know, having gone through this experience, having learned from that, you know, done a fuck ton of therapy through that and coming out on the other side, a more um, proud, a more productive, a more um, just a more grateful person because of it. So I, I understand that doing all of these things can be challenging and it's not the easy thing to do in a lot of these situations. But again, we got to appreciate the fact that everybody's doing their best out here. And to me, that's always going to be good enough, but keep these things in mind as, you know, you work through your own struggles, your own hardships as shit hits the fan in the future. I, I pray to God it doesn't for you, but you know, being able to handle yourself and, and to keep some of these mindsets and uh, approaches to, to whatever situation that 
you find yourself in, like just continue to hold yourself in a way that, you know, you're strong as fuck and that you can handle all of these things and continue to just make the best out of every situation and circumstance that you find yourself in. So I really appreciate you sitting here and listening to this podcast episode. Kind of hard for me to, to talk about and go into still, um, definitely have learned and grown a lot from this experience. Again, I'm not looking for sympathy here or, uh, um, anything along those lines. I'm just here to share with you what I've really been internalizing lately. And, uh, I hope it helps you at some level and I hope you find some, you know, some type of advice in here that you can apply to your life today and continue pushing forward uh, in a way that future you is going to be proud of yourself for. So I'm going to end this podcast on that note until next time. Remember to you with a purpose, train with intention and think with confidence as you work towards your own nutrition and fitness goals. Again, I appreciate you listening. If you made it all the way here and I hope you have a good one. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Thank you again for listening to this episode. If you found value and enjoyed it, it would mean the world to me if you posted a screenshot to your social media. If you do, make sure you tag me so I can say thanks. Or if you're on iTunes, scrolling down and leaving a five-star review would be much appreciated. And if you ever want to get in touch with me, you can always find me on Instagram at LukeSmithRD. Thanks again for tuning in, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. I'll see you on the next episode.